You're listening to Program 9 of the Norvision Podcast, recorded to leave an oral history legacy of the journey of the Norvision Project. KCLR. For the past eight programs in the Norvision radio series, we've been delving into the community engagement aspects of the Norvision Project, from citizen science to invasive species removal. It absolutely takes over huge areas incredibly quickly. Oral history recordings to litter picks. Litter is never inevitable and it is never necessary. Engaging with farmers. Farming is part of the problem, it's not the whole problem and also farming has to be part of the solution, it's not the full solution either. And recognising the role of the river in recreation. You look out there and look how beautiful that is and the setting that is. Now when you have kids out swimming in that, your kids out kayaking, playing, making use of it, from a, and even people out rowing boats up and down, that it would be fantastic. Though the 18 months of activity as a part of this project has come to an end, the work is set to continue because the Norvision Catchment Trust has now been established. The, the NOR Trust existed for a number of years. Uh, it was established initially by anglers and, and other related, I suppose, stakeholders on the river about 10 years ago. And they were, I suppose, thinking of winding up the legal structure in the last year or so. When the Norvision made its appearance, they graciously offered the legal structure of the Norvision because it shared many of their own aims, the preservation of all that's good about the Nor and, and the development of what we all desire for it. So the stakeholders who were involved in the Norvision, the local development companies, the agencies who were involved, the communities, decided we would be delighted with the generous offer and we'd take it up. Declan Rice is CEO of Kilkenny Leader Partnership, who have been the driving force behind the establishment of Norvision and the recent formation of the board of directors of the Norvision Catchment Trust. We've always believed in broad representation. you know. So we didn't want it just to be people from a leader background or people from a statutory background or people from a community background all of which are very worthy sort of uh, groups. We wanted to be everybody. So people from recreation, people from the whole environmental area, as well as the statutory local development community. We wanted to be something that represented all those interests. Now, obviously, unless you have a board of 44 or something, not everybody can have a seat at those tables and then it becomes unworkable. So realistically, a board is a limited size. So uh, people are wearing several hats but basically represents groups and stakeholders across the three counties. So Kilkenny, Leash and Tipperary, North and South. It's a very cohesive and coherent board. They're very focused on what they want. They understand what they want. There's nobody saying, what are we doing here? People know it's about the NOR's future and the vision for the future. The board is headed up by its chair, Michael Starrett, former CEO of the Heritage Council. Hi, Michael Starrett here. I'm uh, recently appointed as the chairperson of the Norvision Catchment Trust. I'm a resident of Kilkenny for the last 25 years, longer than I've lived anywhere else in my life. And I was previously uh, chief executive with, with the Heritage Council in Kilkenny as well for oh, the best part of 20 odd years. So that's me. I've been a user of the Noor catchment for the last 20, 25 years. I've sort of raised my kids walking up and down it or paddling on it or, or swimming in it or even canoeing in it occasionally as well. And, and of course, that, that extends not just into Kilkenny, but into, you know, Durham and Abbey Lakes and Balakala, all the, the sort of the, the areas that you can go to where you can 
walk and enjoy. So I'm excited that what I've seen develop and witnessed as a recreational user now that the trust has been set up and that I've been asked to become involved in a more formal sense, that I can hopefully drive something that will make sure that it not only is maintained at the current level, but it gets better and better. I suppose the beauty of the whole Norvision project is that over the last three years, it has built up this real momentum that is based at a, at a community level. You'll have heard about this sort of 1,400 friends and you'll have heard about the various uh, programs. And the idea is that those have developed a whole series of actions that now need to be maintained, not just for the short project term, but, you know, for uh, almost generational. Mm. Uh, in other words, we want to put in place a structure through the Norvision Catchment Trust that is going to be there not only for the communities that are there now, that are working really hard, but that it becomes so much a part of the fabric of the, the, the Nor Catchment that it's uh, going to be of value to our, our children and our children's children. We're hoping that people will come to the, the platform uh, and say, OK, we're going to work in an integrated fashion with other parties here to go beyond what we're obliged to do. So we want to make the NOR the model for development, the model in terms of water quality, the model in terms of recreational use, the model in terms of, of you know land use and sharing of that, the, mo- the model in terms of education and training. We want to make it something that we can be proud of in this region. Just to sit here, relax by the river, listen to the sound of the river going by and just get away from the, uh, the pressures of work and everyday life in town. Like it's incredible, incredible feeling, even being out in the water or anything like love to this when I'm in my 60s, 70s. The peace of mind and tranquility of the river and watching wildlife and that kind of thing. A water just seems to have that kind of restorative element and washes away all the worries, I suppose, you know. The River North for me is the place I grew up. It was my playground. You know, it was very near to my home in Larchfield. And uh, on a Saturday morning, we would wander down the River North, down by Fennessy's Mill, uh, go fishing for eel, bring a frying pan, cut up the eel and and fry them where we where we caught them. They, I mean, they'd be still writhing on the pan. I wouldn't uh, really be mad about them. Or, or sometimes we'd catch trout and bring them up and try and sell them. In, around the housing estate. So it was a really special place and, and swimming out past Sheastown, there was lots of lovely swimming areas as well. And yeah, the north for me growing up was, was a really, really special place for, for myself and for a lot of my friends. Childhood memories of the Noor there from Malcolm Noonan, Minister of State for Heritage and Electoral Reform, who has this to say about Noor Vision. I think it's a wonderful project. I, I suppose unwittingly I, I got involved in some of the Himalayan balsam bashing, as we call it, along the, the Noor and the Brega in recent years with Pat Boyd and his, all his fantastic crew We Keep Kenny Beautiful. And it, it certainly brought home to me the idea of that, that stewardship, that hands-on citizen science-based approach to kick sampling, to uh, removal of invasive species, and that hands-on stewardship of the river. And I think what Norvision has done is tapped into that and... Uh, again, you know, we've we've had the fantastic work of the Law Pro uh, offices and I've not just seen that in Kilkenny, but I've seen it on other river catchments across the country. So there's been really good engagement and Norvision has been complementary to that and I suppose brought a, a lot of coherence to the, the approach to catchment management mm-hmm. and stewardship. And these are ongoing conversations as I see it. I, you know, I think it's really important that our farming communities, our communities living in urban areas, communities living along the rivers, 
continue to have these conversations about how we future manage our rivers and what goes into them. And I think from our perspective, having responsibility for water and a river basin management plans, I think it's really important that projects like Norvision continue that vital work in engagement, in promotion, in awareness. The citizen science, as I said, I, I can't stress enough how important that part of it is because it really does bring people right down into minutia. Continued training in citizen science projects is top of the agenda for Mags Morrissey, who has been recently appointed by leader to the role of coordinator to the board. At the moment, she is busy applying for funding to run these projects. I'm supposed to have tenders up on e-tenders at the moment. <laughs> I just have not got them finished yet, but I have to be up today. So, um, so um, we're applying to leader for some funding for training. So lots of training has happened under the Norvision name in the past two years. We want to continue that training because it was really meaningful. Um, a lot of people engaged with it and there's a call for us to continue it. So we're applying for funding to train more people in citizen science type um, works, which would be water quality monitoring, invasive species monitoring and invasive species eradication. We're also applying for money to carry out some training in relation to, you know, people keep saying things to us like, um, oh, this river in Europe or, you know, in parts of France would have loads of different activities on it. And while there are some activities on the river and lots of really strong canoe clubs, you know, there's some good swimming places like at the Weir in Thomastown or down at the boat slip in, in Ishtig, there's still lots of potential for further amenities. So we hopefully with the funding, we hope to run a training course in relation to amenities on the river to look at, you know, the assets, the gaps in the market, perhaps, or the gaps at community level um, and the potential and then how you how you actually develop and and operate a a river-based immunity. We're also going to diversify a little bit um, into some biodiversity training. So teaching people about the habitats along the Noor, about the the various flora and fauna, how everything interacts, how we interact with it, how we impact on the natural world around us. We also have some other plans, which is kind of outside of funding at a more of a, a local level, with regard to the built heritage along the river, because the Nora, particularly in Kilkenny, has like huge history of milling. So we will run some built heritage kind of information evenings, walks and talks, we call them. We're very, very keen on the training and the benefits out of that are, have been amazing for us. We've got a really, really good core team of volunteers that are very highly skilled now on particular techniques um, and that we can go into an area you know we we go onto a piece of land we can pull out the problem straight away and Mm. we can think of solutions straight away as well and then you just like people love then getting together. Trish Murphy is project officer with the Inishon Rivers Trust which was established about five years ago. There are a few river trusts in Ireland and Inishowen have been sharing their experiences with Norvision over the course of the project. The community in the Inishowen catchment have been reaping the benefits of the trust which provided them with a structure wherein they could empower themselves to take action against the devastation of flooding. So we've been working on natural flood management for the last three years. We started off just raising awareness of it. It was followed on from a very significant flood that we had um, back in 2017. So this would have been a a one in a hundred year flood 
um, or probably um, more severe than that. Actually, I've heard some people call it a one in 300 year flood. So it was quite a significant flood affecting most of Inishone and also across um, Derry County, Derry as well. So there was a lot of trauma associated with that flood and everybody felt a bit helpless at the time. So as a Rivers Trust, we kind of discussed what could we do to help out? We're not an agency. We didn't have any money. What could we do? So what we decided we could do was to raise awareness of as solutions for flooding. So um, looking at the landscape, we can recognize that, you know, there have been so many modifications on our landscape that this is causing flooding in our rivers. So we thought, well, let's try and bring this solution to the peninsula. So we did a lot of awareness raising events. Um, we also engaged Trinity College Dublin to do um, a scoping project for us, looking at the potential for natural flood management in the show. And following on from that, then we've now um, at an implementation stage where we're doing one one catchment within um, Inishone where we're implementing solutions for that. So we're working very much with um, the community on the ground with this implementing small solutions. So they're all small little things that you do on the rivers, like putting in a little leaky dam, they call them, and that just slows the water down. They're not big structures. They don't require any concrete or anything like that. They are just usually wooden. Sometimes they're, um, you know, just natural um, tree trunks that have, you know, that you can fell and put across the riverbank. And they don't interfere with the normal flow of the river, but they actually will slow the flow um, in times of flood. And so an accumulation of slowing the flow down, like if you have these measures in in lots of little places, particularly higher up in the catchment, that you slow the water down and you reduce the amount of um, water that's getting down to the, the towns um, at, in the, at the one time. The importance of community and community projects like Norvision and the Inishowen Rivers Trust is recognised and valued by government, according to Minister Noonan. What we're seeing is a sea change in, in policy thinking, particularly since this government formed you know, the, the Dáil declared a climate and biodiversity emergency. And uh, I think there's, not just because of COVID, but out of COVID, I think we there's an emergence of a, of a thinking around supporting communities and supporting that bottom-up approach because it's worked well, really well during COVID where, you know, community call and local authorities led the, the response to COVID. So what we want to do is try and mobilise and engage that and support it. And... Um, I, I think um, that it's vitally important that we seize the opportunity of, of what was a crisis or what is still a crisis, in fact, and, and take the opportunity of that and support communities for that bottom-up approach. Critical to the work of community groups like the Norvision Catchment Trust is funding. And Michael Starrett, chair of the board, believes that procuring sustained government funding could be a challenge. I think that uh, most of the funding to date has come through the, the leader groups. So the EU is very much uh, attuned to uh, this type of initiative. There is a real challenge for us in getting um, government departments and the various politicians and ministers to actually 
see the true value of this community-led approach because the beauty of this is that it's it's established by the community it was set up by the community it's owned by the community there and and i use that word in a in a very broad sense because within that community there's the agricultural community there's the recreational community there's the environmental lobbying community all of those people have come together in this uh, that's that's the beauty of it and they can be mobilized and energized so th- there is a job of work to be done for departments and and local authorities uh, to see that this is this is new and it's 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 much more rooted and based within local people doing and and having responsibility and and trusting them to get on with that here you've got a ready-made group that is uh, mobilized and energized and ready to take on tasks that can add value to what local authorities do and what government departments do. So uh, there's a job of work to be done, but that's really where hopefully the, the uh, directors and myself on the trust can, can push all those buttons in the, in the years to come. The state has you know, aspirations and it's throughout a lot of the strategy documents that they want community-led and stuff has to be bottom-up. But that, that, that can't be in a vacuum and you, you can't rely completely on volunteers to do that. It has to be supported. And, and from a, a, a value point of view to the state, the state needs organisations, you know, such as the Norvision, which are resourced if it's to achieve its own mission. I mean, state bodies councils, you know, other bodies with responsibility for aspects of the Norovision's um, interests, you know, may have plans for community development, but they need somebody to, to engage with. Mm. It's very, very difficult to do it on an ad hoc basis. Mm. Whereas with the Norovision, it's a community organisation, but it's organised to engage with uh, statutory players and other players uh, NGOs to deliver on shared goals and it can do it in a coherent way and it can do it in an efficient way. And so far it's demonstrated such efficiency and coherence in the approach taken to its establishment. Maurice Keane has been leading the governance aspect of the Norvision project. So what we have done is um, we have agreed a new a constitution. It sets down I suppose the objectives of the organisation and how it will be run. In that, we have elected uh, a board of directors. The company itself has been set up as a, as a company limited by guarantee. So hence, uh, have has registered that with the company's registration office. We will also be set up as, as a charity and, and therefore regulated again under the Charities Act. So a lot of, a lot of uh, requirement, I suppose, really to follow, follow regulation and to be open to, to um, to audit on that. And then really it's about the duties, clarity in the roles and responsibilities, clarities in the duties of those directors, which really at the end of the day, the buck stops with them. So they are accountable and need to make sure, I suppose, that you know the organization is run prudently, run well, and that it, you know, it's it's its outgoings can be met by its income and that all all resources, all funding is managed well and accounted for. Morris has now taken up a voluntary role as secretary to the board, not just to ensure that good governance continues, but also because he is passionate about the development of the trust. Like I think at this stage, most people want to leave the legacy that they, they leave the Noor catchment in a better position than, than they found it. You know, it's very easy 
for one group of stakeholders to start blaming another. And okay, we've all done different things in the past and maybe been less conscious of, of environment. But I think it's about, rather than about uh, attacking one group or, or, or not, it's really about helping people to see what they can do. And that starts at community level. And it's really at that level, I think, that that Norvision has key strengths because we are of that of those communities and and hence community led initiatives which with support from statutory and state bodies uh, can really make a difference now sometimes i suppose statutory and state bodies can be bureaucratic and for a small community with a limited amount of energy if you like and you know time basically and it's often the same people it can sometimes be exhausting to find a way through the bureaucracy and find a way around the different statutory companies and whatever. So that's that's where I think Norvision has a real link being being of the community, getting people working from the community, but then trying to combine heads and get a little bit of scale to actually get initiatives together that make a real difference um, within the NOR catchment. Good communication will be key to the success of the Norvision Catchment Trust, something that the Inishon Rivers Trust sees as central to their role. We deal with everybody. We deal with all of the agencies and we deal with all of the community. And in some ways, we provide sort of a, a translation service in a way. So when we're dealing with the agencies about what's happening or what kind of data is being collected on our rivers, that can be quite scientific. So what we can do then with our volunteers and community groups on the ground is that we can explain what this means. And we've spent quite a lot of time understanding how the agencies work on our rivers, what's their responsibilities and what are their remits. And so then once we have understood that, and then we can let people know on the ground. You know, if people have a problem or if people want to talk to somebody, who do they talk to? This was one of the questions that we got a lot at the start. Um, how do I, you know, who should I contact about this? So we we ran an event actually to, to clarify that for, for ourselves and for the community. And we called it a who's who. So it was a who's who in Inishown Rivers. And that was a really useful exercise for us because um, really, you know, we got to know all of the agencies and a lot of the community. Um, everybody joined in on the event and it was very, very successful. But it's helped us to develop good relations between everyone. Mags Morrissey, though new to her role as coordinator to the board, recognises the importance of such an approach. Um, in a catchment, you've got so many different organisations involved from the local authorities to Inland Fisheries, Waterways Ireland, uh, OPW, NPWS. So there's like usually a lot of agencies involved. So our starting point, we have actually started to communicate with the, some of the agencies. So I suppose the first thing to do is to inform them of who we are and what we're doing. So we have a very clear vision now that has been agreed at board level. Um, we're developing a strategy and when we have that done, we will communicate that to the agencies and then we can work with them on their strategies. We, we did start with some meetings this week, actually, um, with local authorities. And really, it's, at this stage, it's really about informing them about uh, who we are and what we're doing and what our, our vision is. I know that the NOR have been doing a lot of work and building up a really nice foundation and meeting people out there. And that's really, really important to build that relationship. 
with community because it's for the community. It's for the benefit of everyone in the community. We're all people in the community, whether you work in an agency or whether you work in a trust or whether you work um, in a radio station, you know, we're all members of the community that benefit from this. So my advice would be, I suppose, to the NOR is keep keep your contact with the community real. It, it is about the people. Um, it is about the rivers and always keep it positive. This has quite a future and hopefully that it can be replicated in other catchments all around the country. Um, we all live in a catchment. We're all part of a catchment. Even if you don't have a stream outside your door or in your garden, you have one close by and everything that we do feeds into the river in our catchment. So everything that everybody does in the Nore, in the catchment of the Nore, feeds into it, affects it, benefits it or negatively at times. But we're all involved in it. And I think this year in particular with COVID, the, the piece of the Nore that's closest to me is popular now. So people have turned back to the river and we now appreciate, or we have a more, better understanding, a better appreciation of the, the important, how lucky we are, first of all, to have such a beautiful river valley um, going through the county. And of like, it's good for the soul. It's good for the body. You walk along the river or if you're canoeing or fishing or whatever you're doing, just it has great uh, healing powers, I suppose. I think the trust idea is a really, really good one and it's worked well in other communities. And certainly, I'd hark back to the law model. I think that particularly one that worked very well, as I saw it, was up in County Roscommon, where they were doing very similar work. And it, certainly, I think projects like this, uh, like Norvision, uh, do need to be supported. The me- mechanics of doing that needs to be figured out uh, because um, they're they're not quite fully life projects, but they're they're not far off it. So they're... I think the trust idea is really good and that gives it a a solid base for ongoing engagement and support. So I'm certainly looking forward to that continued engagement through our department uh, to see where we can support that that work Um, because it is complementary and complementary to and vital to what 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 we're all trying to achieve, which is good water quality, good stewardship, good community engagement. And, and really good practices that people value their their, their rivers, uh, both from a, a social, cultural, but also from an environmental perspective. In the meantime, while the trust establishes itself and mechanisms are put in place, keep an eye on the Norvision website and Facebook pages for more interesting projects. Mags has already been busy. So in the first week, I think, of my new role, I had a meeting with the Inland Fisheries and the Heritage Council, um, and the in- inland fisheries just want to understand a little bit more about eels in the river. Um, very little research has been done in the past, so they they're hoping to do some monitoring on the Noor, um, and we're going to p- take part in that. So, um, as my connection is to the volunteers and to the people who are happy to do citizen science work, um, so next week the inland fisheries are coming down to uh, to start this process. So that's kind of exciting, actually. There's eel movement in the river this time of the year, so they want to monitor. So there's the plan for counting them by putting in traps that are um, checked at night um, and uh, then releasing everything, obviously, as quickly as possible. But uh, that's kind of an exciting. That's one of my first projects, and that is exciting. If anybody is interested in becoming part of Norvision, 
take a look on our on our website uh, norvision.ie and there, there's you know you can express interest there we, we'd love to, we'd love to hear back from people we'd love to hear of any ideas that people have the norvision radio series is funded by kilkenny leader partnership clg through the department of rural and community development and the eu